Istanbul 74 presents How Can We All Make It Into the Future? 74 podcast series. On the podcast, we discuss the global pandemic we're currently facing and how it'll reshape our reality and society with opinion leaders and creative minds from all over the world. Let's explore together what the future might bring for us. Good afternoon from here uh, in Istanbul. Uh, for everyone listening, Ben is in New York or, or perhaps in the Hamptons, I think you mentioned, right now, uh, escaping the city. Um, by way of introduction, uh, my name is Jordan Bishop and I'm a luxury travel writer living here in Istanbul. Uh, our guest today is Ben Pundle. Ben got his start at the Groucho Club in London, uh, moved to New York to work with Amy Sacco in 1998, and is now both the VP of Brand Experience with Edition Hotels and the founding editor of A Hotel Life. Um, I would say, Ben, you're a man of diverse interests, uh, a deep sense of care for our planet, and a uniquely British lightheartedness and sense of humor. So, Ben, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Jordan. What a great introduction. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> great. So, Ben, I mean, today we're going to be talking about the future of travel. Uh, this is obviously a, a topic that you know a lot about. And I guess to get us started, you know, we're here in the beginning of a new decade here, right? Recording this in May of 2020. And I want to get your take on how travel in this decade is going to differ from travel in past decades. Good question. It was a big question before the pandemic. And I think it's a, a good and, and, and big question to be asking now. 2020 is, I think, going to be the most pivotal year that travel has seen uh, maybe ever. We had become, as a race, very used to uh, jumping on a plane to go halfway across the world for a two-hour meeting. And I think business uh, travel patterns will certainly change. I think leisure patterns will change, given that people will become in my opinion, a little more thoughtful about how they travel, where they travel, who they travel with, the length of time they travel for. Uh, and then on top of that, I think, firstly, I think that the world will go back to some semblance of, of normal. Uh, but with new streams of innovation, certainly in the travel sector. So, and I mean beyond the technical, beyond the cleanliness and sanitation standards uh, beyond the check-in regimens at airports or, or, or hotels or resorts. I think there will be uh, new types of travel companies. There will be, hopefully, uh, travel that appeals to people who are a little more thoughtful, a little more mindful about themselves about each other and about the planet uh, given the current circumstances and I think that's maybe a benefit to the traveler it's certainly a benefit to, to to the planet but I think it's a benefit to the traveler because there will be companies businesses and even initiatives within the companies and businesses we already know that are more geared towards uh, mindful or thoughtful travel yeah. Can, can you dig a little bit deeper into what some of those innovations might look like, Ben? 
Yeah, certainly. I think people are looking or will be looking for maybe trusted sources who can, uh, and, and this is something that existed before, but but will be largely amplified due to the pandemic. People will, will be looking for escapes that maybe will last longer, that will maybe take the traveler or, or, or the guests to a hotel or a location that uh, allows them to work with the local community, to work on themselves, to work on uh, initiatives that involve the greater good, uh, initiatives that involve the environment, all while, uh, quote unquote, you know, vacationing. So, um, I, and I look forward to that. I think there were some companies doing it already. I think those uh, hotels, for example, that had a, uh, a, a more mindful stance will do very, very well uh, after the pandemic. People want to know that they are doing the right thing. They want to know that where they travel to have considered this idea of impact and, and, and purpose within their community or within their uh, location. We as consumers, we as travelers and as guests have the power to tell that story and, and, and rewrite the next chapter by you know, choosing where to go, you know, choosing where to go and where to spend our money. And I think that's really important to consider at all times when traveling moving forward from here. Which airlines is, is, is less impactful, which is doing more research into non-fossil fuel uh, focused, you know, uh, energy, uh, which hotels are least impactful on, on the earth, uh, which uh, um, service standards or which which hotels or resorts have have service standards that allows the guests to um, really connect with uh, a, a local community or an initiative or an idea that helps uh, helps make things better rather than just taking. It, it sounds to me like if there's a theme to what you're saying, Ben, it's really this notion of mindfulness. Right, putting your dollars in mindful places, really thinking deeply about how you travel in a way that is sustainable for the planet and, and just for society at large. Yes, and a lot of businesses were going that way anyway. Uh, and mind you, this is not everybody. This is, like I said, that I think a lot of the world will go back to some semblance of normal whatever that means. But then I think hopefully there'll be a larger sector that uh, really focuses on mindful travel. Uh, and, you know, that could mean that could mean anything from how you get to the airport to uh, to the choice of jet fuel your your desired carrier uses to the amount of plastic on the plane to uh, the hotel or resort being a, a including a no waste chef or no waste bartenders uh, uh, those that don't use plastic those that uh, uh, work with you know locally sourced food and local communities I think uh, th a lot of these things were happening anyway but I think it's now the power lies within the consumer to to demand those things 
which I think is great for, 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 for the industry at large. Yeah, you know what? It's really interesting. I know Edition has taken a leadership position within hospitality by pledging to eliminate all single-use plastics across all properties, right? And I'm, I'm curious how you balance this, this COVID, this virus-inspired obsession with hygiene and sterilization. Of course, this often comes in the form of single-use plastics. So how do you balance this new way of thinking about germs and, and hygiene with those commitments? And are you afraid we might be taking a, a big step backward as a society in terms of sustainability? What could be considered as progressive environmental practices for, for, for a company like Marriott? But uh, I'm not afraid of going backwards because people coming out of a, a pandemic are going to be more aware of the things that hurt the environment than ever before. And to uh, to continually appeal to those to those guests or to those customers, we're going to need to be more vigilant than ever when it comes to the practices that we adopt that um, uh, show a little kindness to the to the environment and and the, whether, like I said, whether it's the our stay plastic free campaign or challenging our chefs and bartenders to produce no waste. Um, I, I think there's an opportunity there for other companies to follow suit, but I, I, I'm confident that Edition will continue to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. What does travel offer that's either very hard or impossible to get while staying in one place? Of course, I'm not thinking about souvenirs and things like that, but maybe something within, you know, yourself. Sure. Um, well, I think it's hard to, to get everything right at all times because certainly modern luxury service has an element of personalization that that takes an enormous amount of uh, manpower and resources but that's the kind of com com convenience and luxury that we've become accustomed to and I think we're going to be looking for different different ways or additional ways to to do that this idea that we can travel to a, a place and 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 not participate not participate i th i think uh is is hopefully going to be a thing of the past for for some yeah but i mean that that's one of the great things about travel right is you're not always sure what you're going to get when you leave home but you always Very end up true. getting something are there any particular geographies that you think will become especially popular over the next 5 or 10 years yes i think this idea of agritourism, where you can uh, go and, as a guest, be staying somewhere that's um, ecologically friendly, but not in an old school kind of crusty way, but in a very uh, modern, progressive way, uh, and I think that's going to be uh, that's going to be a sector of luxury tourism that we are going to see an enormous increase in over the next decade. Uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Mm. Maybe that's also because that's something I really want to happen. Um, <laughs> uh, I also know that people have become accustomed to certain levels of service and design and location. Uh, you know, if I think about addition, I'm so... Uh, you know, I love additions. I'm so proud of them. Uh, and uh, uh, we are looking at ways now just to enhance and elevate our our services 
so that uh, we can accommodate those who are thinking a little bit more like me post-pandemic. Yes, of course, there's going to be a new, new sanitation and cleanliness regimen at each of the hotels, or whether it's housekeeping or room service or, or, or just even uh, um, the arrival experience. But uh, we're looking at ways that can also excite people, whether it's new or wellness menus or how we speak to our guests before they arrive on that maybe that pre-arrival email or, or, or you know, the, the way we, we, we thank people. I think we, we can't, in, in, in the next decade, take the guest for granted. And I think those that have been able to communicate well with their guest uh, over the past few years, those that have managed to build community, those that have uh, an engaged audience, are, are those that will succeed because they um, uh, they're going to need their uh, their their community and their audience to to get through the next few um, uh, few years. I completely agree with this notion of guest centric design, right? And and it's I find it really fascinating one that companies like Edition and others are now thinking. How can we, you know, how can we integrate the guests into the design experience all the way back to something like architecture, right? What does the architecture look like if we see it from a guest perspective? Uh, and I, I think that's definitely one thing that is creating a lot of change, a lot of positive change within hospitality right now. Um, yeah, there, and there are some very smart travelers out there. Uh, I think with the rise of social media, people across the world have been exposed to so many different types of, of, of travel, or different types of community, of architecture, design, experience, uh, digitally. So there are some very smart, well-rounded guests out there who undoubtedly would be beneficial to have working um, with the design teams, with the architecture teams, with the food and beverage teams. It's like, let's ask the guests what they want for the first time. I love this. I, I love this idea. Thanks, Jordan. I, I'm going to take that and use it. <laughs> Anytime, Ben. You know, going off this idea of social media, actually, I'm, this is something that I think about a decent amount, which is that as the world becomes more and more documented, uh, you know, you can find just about anywhere on Instagram now. You can look on Google Maps. You know where things are. You can go to Google Street View and you can see what a building looks like. Uh, sometimes before you can even see it with your own eyes. So as the world becomes more and more documented, are you at all nervous that the explorer's mindset might disappear? This mindset of, you know, travel used to be such an exploration and, and really putting yourself out there. Is that at risk now? I think humans are exploratory by nature and that will never leave us. So... I'm not concerned that, that that will disappear. I think there's a cer certainly a different way of approaching it, um, which will benefit the planet and maybe uh, and, and maybe the guests. But I don't think this I, I don't think the idea of of you know tra traversing the world, exploring, um, will 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 diminish at all because I think it's it's in our nature. Mm. How about, have, have you heard of this notion of airspace? 
No, tell me. Okay. I'm sure you're familiar with it, maybe just not the term. It's a term that was coined by writer Kyle Cheka, uh maybe about three years ago. And basically what Cheka was saying is that because of things like Instagram and social media and just the rise of, uh, you know, usage of the internet, that the designs and the, you know, the design is the first level, but then the atmosphere that you get from a lot of hospitality, from restaurants, from cafes, from bars, from hotels, and especially from places like Airbnbs, they converge uh, all around the world. So you can stay in a place in Tokyo that looks exactly like the one you stay in Los Angeles and Copenhagen, uh, anywhere else. Uh, I'm curious what your take is on that and what your experience might have been there. Interesting. No, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to go to LA and have the same experience of New York. I don't want to go to Bodrum and have the same experience as Barcelona. I think uh, it's very important that each hotel has a sense of place that's what makes travel interesting uh, and that's why when programming edition we look for different designers different chefs different bar programs uh, we don't uh, formulate uh, you, you know our, our food and beverage programs are not formulaic our, our designs are um, tailor-made to the local destination i think that's very important i think people want that on their travels mm. this is definitely part of the luxury that they get as a traveler right to to really have a curated experience of the place where they're visiting and that's what a company like edition would be offering them absolutely i think every every location has to have a sense of place otherwise Otherwise, you're staying in a hotel, you know, of the that, that's what hotels of the 80s were like, the, the, the kind of the big box, quote unquote, luxury hotels of the 80s and 90s. They just offered the, the same experience wherever you were in the world. And but that suits some people uh, that that does suit some people, but just not the, the kind of creative explorer that's within us all. Mm. Do you think there's something that the big luxury brands aren't seeing when it comes to the future of travel or anything that they're missing? Yes, I do. It's a timing issue. Uh, and I think hopefully with this, let's call it a forced awakening, that we're gonna have to address that a little, a little quicker. And that is that the big brands are missing an opportunity to, to do to 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 work without impact so you know to to do a better job at working in tandem with the environment i think that's really important yeah i can see that this is you know i think you really hit the nail on the head mentioning what's going on with the pandemic now this is really going to force people if they weren't already aware before of you know the, the impact of their travel on, on the environment, et cetera. This is going to force them to really take a deep, hard, long look at that. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's that's one of the good things, if there are any good things that have coming that will come out of this pandemic, is that when we do start to build again and develop and buildings, I think it's very important that we look at the impact that those have on on, on ourselves, on the you know our communities, and on the environment. 
Are there any uncommon or unpopular opinions that you hold about travel or hospitality? I don't think so. I mean, I've certainly been pioneering and within addition, which is, as you know, a Marriott property with regards to sustainability and environmental efforts. Uh, and it's very difficult. It's, there's very difficult structure with every hotel company because they're not all owned by the same person. And it is inevitably more expensive to do the right thing than it is just to chuck plastic bottles in every room. But at what cost? And also there's a, like I said, travelers and, and guests are very, very smart these these days. And they will look at a hotel room that has, you know, plastic bottles in it and they that 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 doesn't that doesn't reflect luxury so i think the luxury hotel companies have to move a little quicker uh to to um ensure that they are um in line with what a, a new generation a future generation of luxury guest wants and you know a uh, it's not that what I have said or wanted to implement in the past has been unpopular. It's just going against the grain at times of of what's the easiest thing to do. So, and, and you know, we shouldn't care what the easiest thing is. We should care what the right thing is. It sounds to me like luxury brands are actually in the perfect position to really lead this charge both because you have the consumers who are already on board with what you're describing, and also because the margins work in your favor, right? You can afford to put glass bottles in um, and you can still make it all work. Well, luxury brands are aspirational, so we need to be the leaders, whether it's addition or, you know, or, or a luxury car company or a luxury fashion brand. We need to be the leaders because we're, we're the culturally aspirational companies. And we need to be sending the right message. We need to be telling the right story uh, over the next decade. And, you know, and that's absolutely not negotiable. So I think those, those brands that are, if it's a luxury brand still using fur, if it's a luxury car company that's still using fossil fuels, if it's a hotel company that's still... Uh, using plastic bottles, they'll, be they'll become less relevant and less attractive to an aspirational generation. I want to dig a little bit, Ben, into what hospitality or travel has taught you about the human experience. You know, you've been in this industry for a long time. You've had a lot of experiences yourself. Uh, so what have you learned about just us as people through your time in travel and hospitality? That's a very good question. Um, I've learned that people want experience, that uh, people have become very addicted to convenience, um, that, but, but that people are, people are willing to, to try things. Um, I think we're, we're often a little nervous about implementing certain things, uh, but, but I think people are very willing. And I think people will be more willing after the pandemic to, to try things like a plant-based menu, for example, or maybe a you know, one-touch you know, one guest check-in or 
Um, I, I think there are there are initiatives, very innovative initiatives that people will be even more willing to try. But but you know over the over the years, and I've been in the business now for for over twenty five years. I have seen um, this big shift towards um, well-being. People want to know that they are doing some better for themselves uh, when they're when they're traveling because it's so easy to travel and eat terrible plain food and you know have a beer at the airport or uh, uh, you know eat three bags of snacks on the plane and then get to the hotel, order terrible room service. Well, now I've seen that people want to, um, want, they, they, they want to eat better, they want to do better, they don't want the, they don't want the plastic, they don't want the, the sugary snacks, they don't want the, but people do want to know that you've got a good wellness program, that, you're, that, that, that your company culture is solid as well. People do see deeper than the surface. They want to know that you've got a solid and um, aspirational company culture, which I think is is very important. Uh, which I think a few years ago maybe the, the the guests didn't really care about, but they can they can see it shining through with a company like Edition. So there there are, there are lots of there are lots of little things I I think uh, that uh, the, that uh, you can see in guest behavior over the past couple of decades that will be amplified even more so in uh, in the decade coming coming up well ben as a lifelong traveler myself i'm inspired by your vision of the future um, thank you I, I want to thank you for joining us today uh, it's been a pleasure to chat with you and really looking forward to everything that you have coming up, both with Edition, with A Hotel Life, and everything else that you're working on. Thanks a lot. Jordan, thank you so much. I, I love all the content that uh, Istanbul 74 have been putting, putting out, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Ben.